pay attention to what's happening locally. If COVID-19 is spreading in your community, stay home as much as possible Shut and up. avoid crowds. Shut up. I, I don't like it because it's so artsy-fartsy. What a story. It's so wild it must not be true. That's the first thing people think. Oh, come on, that can't be true. It's 20 years ago. Cold case 20-year-old murders don't get solved. Hey, welcome to our third discussion of Tiger King in quarantineer style. Tiger quarantineers. Quarant King ears. Tiger Quarant King ears. Okay. I uh, I don't know if this uh, series will mention it. It just seems like there's already so much going on in three episodes. Quarant Tiger King. Corn Tiger King. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's much better. That's the best so far. But there's a cult flick uh, out there. It's called Roar. And I've never seen it. I've always wanted to see it. It's a little bit hard to find. But it's... Uh, I've never seen the movie. I think the plot is people are trying to escape a bunch of big cats. I think I know what you're talking about. And it's it has... I think it does have Tippy Hedren in it. Yeah, because um, it's got a teeny baby. Melanie Griffith. Yes. Because Melanie Griffith is Tippi Hedren's daughter. Tippi yeah. Hedren played the lead in The Birds. Yeah. I think she's in a couple other Hitchcock movies as well. Uh, Hitchcock was very emotionally abusive to her, but that's an entirely separate uh, podcast of something. A lot of great directors were abusive <laughs> to their female leads. And. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, that's true. And. Um, but it was this movie called Roar. Had a lot of their big cats that they grew up. Melanie Griffith grew up cuddling next to big lions and tigers in the bed. She, Until shit went down. Yeah, shit went down. I want to see that one too. We should do that. Yeah, fuck As it. As a longer episode to follow this up. You know what? It's not a documentary. But I kind of at this point don't care. I thought there was a documentary about it. I don't know if there's a documentary about Roar. But Roar is supposed to be like. Scripted feature film with Tippi Hedren's cats. Oh. And people got injured on this set. I yeah. think it's very... I, I don't think anyone died. It's very lucky no one died. But people got hurt. Yes. Now, at the end of... I just, I just want to think of that and just remind myself out loud that I'd like to watch Roar. Yeah. It's a little hard to find. We should look it up. But remember uh, last episode of our Quarantineers, Tiger King, where we mentioned that Carol had a husband that disappeared. Yeah. I think you said he was her third. I think she was actually her second husband. This episode, episode three, is all about that. Yes. Concentrating all about that. There's really not even that many cats in it, to be honest. This is the most lowest cat density, and there's still a lot of cats in it. There are a lot of bobcats. Oh, yeah. Carol and her late husband, Don, They Carol did used to breed cats. Yeah, because, okay, so Carol was 20, Don was 42 when they met. He was married with children, but apparently he was always kind of a poon hound. Yeah. Talk about how <laughs> he, and, he and Carol met. He was married when he met her as well. He was married when he met her, but apparently he was never faithful anyway. I love that he, you said poon hound as well. That's great. <laughs> that was for you. That was just for you. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> he, um... 
was driving down the street and he sees Carol and she's walking down the street crying. Now she says that she had just gotten into a fight with her first husband and she had to throw a potato at him so that she could leave. And Inter- she interesting said, detail there. Yeah, she said she's like a cat. When she gets mad, she just paces. So she was like walking the streets crying. And Don pulls up and is like, get in the car. And she's like, no. He pulls up a second time, asks her again. She says, no. He pulls up a third time and there's a gun on the seat. I was scared for where this was about to go. <laughs> but she says that he told her, he told her, I just want someone to talk to. Get in the car and you can point this gun at me the whole time. That's how you get strange women to trust you in Florida. It's well, just, she did it. That's just culture. That's and just they Florida ended culture. up at a hotel. Yeah. She fucked him that night. He was like 22 years older than she was. Yeah. She was 20. He was t- 42. They didn't actually get together for four more years, but she was the other woman. Yeah. For that time. And eventually she left her husband. She had a daughter. Who we do see the daughter for a minute in this is a grown woman. No, she speaks for a moment. She's the one with the long, wavy brown hair. She basically has Carol's hair, but brown. Oh, man. I somehow missed her. Yeah, she basically just said that Don was more business-minded with the cats, and her mother wanted more to keep them as pets. He was a multimillionaire, and you kind of got the vibe. Self-made. Self-made. But you kind of got the vibe that, at least to lend some benefit of the doubt on Carol's behalf is that he probably did have some enemies out there. Oh yeah. I mean he he was breeding cats, he was selling cats. Apparently he was going down to Costa Rica all the time. And they were married for about they knew each other for sixteen years, I think is what I understand. So they were maybe married for about twelve. But he did leave his family and he married Carol and they worked on this place together. He was obsessed with buying bobcats. And what they would do is they'd buy the bobcats from places that were going to Furriers. make fur. Yeah. And so they were like, quote unquote, rescuing them. Yeah. Because they were buying them away so that that wouldn't happen. They were buying them at auctions in different places. And it was all bobcats and... Lynxes. Lynx. And so, you know, she's raising these babies. And at one point... She actually made a video about how to domesticate these wild animals. Yeah, you got to, yeah. She, about taking them away from their mother, the kind of things you had to do for them to make them like pets, which is exactly opposite of what she preaches now. Carol did at some point, it definitely looks like a very 80s video, mm-hmm. make a video, yeah, uh, on how to do the shit that Doc in Myrtle Beach and Joe Exotic in Oklahoma are doing. Well, she seems to be doing it with the idea of putting them in homes. Okay. Which is not what those guys are doing. Like, they want you to come there and see. But she's basically like, this is how you make them pets. Yeah. I think to her, they were pets. Like, she had 60 cats that were all her pets. But her husband wanted to, like, sell them and make money off of them. According to Carol, he was more into the breeding distribution side of it. Yeah, and he's going down to Costa Rica. He apparently wanted her to take the whole operation to Costa Rica, take all the cats, because he could make more money down there. And it's legal to breed in Costa Rica. It's not actually legal to breed here if all people do it. Oh, I guess. Or, or at least in Florida. Or at least breed and sell. Yeah. yeah. Here as in being where they are. Tampa. Were. Um, but long story short, he also had a girlfriend in Costa Rica and girlfriends all over the place. And He was a poon hound. About a month before he disappeared, he told multiple people that he was thinking about divorcing Carol or he was going to divorce Carol he told multiple people that he thought his life was in danger. He 
tried to get a restraining order against her because she allegedly threatened to kill him on multiple occasions. And the reason he couldn't get it was because she didn't physically do anything at all to him. She just said, I'm going to kill you. Get out or I'm going to kill you. And so to that's like hearsay, and who knows it could be empty threats. And so it was he wasn't granted the restraining. Yes. Um, so long story short, apparently he's taking he's going to take a truck to Miami to fly to Costa Rica. Yeah. And he tells her, "I got to get up early, early, early." She tells this story the same way twenty years ago as she does today. About like the, the same quote. The story of him disappearing. Yeah. How he was going to get up early, early, early the next morning. Like, to, she makes sense to say that. To run a shipment of cars down to Miami. Yeah. And apparently the cars thing was true because his secretary, who we see in here, who seems to be a very by-the-book, very honest woman. She seemed to... Rule follower. He was with... Like, we talked to her and um, a maintenance guy that worked for... Both worked for Don for a very long time and mm-hmm. seemed to have his trust. Yeah, and she said that she had to draw up paperwork for these cars and stuff. Now, was it the maintenance worker? That was the only one that didn't say something disparaging towards Carol in his last comments. One of them actually, he actually said to someone apparently, someone they interviewed, the last time he saw Don, Don said, if I pull this off, it'll be the slickest thing I've ever done in my life. I that was the maintenance guy. What is that? Because then that's the only thing that was said that made you think that maybe he had a scheme and he was going to disappear. Maybe he just didn't want to do it anymore. Maybe he wanted to go down to Costa Rica and sell these cars. Maybe he's being a poon hound down there. So there's there's claims and suspicions that maybe, one, Carol had been claiming that he appeared to have signs of dementia or Alzheimer's. Yeah, she said he might just be lost. Everyone else in his life uh, seemed to be like, no, I never got that right he also owned a lot of planes but they were like private planes like single man planes also he should have only been like 58 or 60 at that time which not that you can't have early onset dementia but that's real early yeah you know like that's real early sure for that to be the problem um so i guess it's positive that carol carol says maybe he just flew one of his planes out over the the gulf and we lost him that's her theory because she's like if that happened you would never find the body And so the idea is that did Don take one of his planes to Costa Rica, but Don would know that you'd have to refuel the thing like three, four times to get to Costa Rica from Tampa. The most damning thing for me is the wills. So after he disappeared, her dad came down, like Carol's dad came to help her, I guess. And they had this maintenance guy go into the secretary's office to find these wills because she was keeping a will for Carol and for Don, and she was the executor of both. And they were under her desk in a box. Well, they went in and got, and apparently she called the police, but the police were like, she's the wife. She can take yeah, whatever she wants. Really this technically anything. all belongs to her. You can't have anything to say. And so those wills disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then a new will appeared that had the weirdest language ever in the world, which basically said, if I disappear... Does it say if... Uh, un- in in the case of my death. Yeah, but it's like dismember. It's like dis. Uh, it was dis- like something or disability or disability or disappearance because it was power of attorney. Yeah. So it was disability or disappearance because usually it's like disability. Like if I can't do this, then you can be in charge of me, right? Like if my brain goes or 
my whatever. If I'm under a coma, then you're in charge. But yeah, disappearance, which the lawyer, Don's lawyer said he'd never in his career seen that language. Ever seen the verbiage disappeared. So you can't say that someone is legally dead until they've been completely gone for five years, no trace. Also, a lot of the guys that have worked with these other private zoos, a lot of these dudes knew Don. Oh, yeah. Years and years back. They might have even been friends with him. Because Don was really no different than a lot of these guys. He was the same. He, he was the same. And honestly, kind of came before them. Yeah. And Carol claimed that she didn't like the breeding. And if Don would take off for a while, go on a trip, she'd get someone in there to like spay and neuter all the cats as fast as she could. So like, I'm just going to build a case against Carol real quick. The Will thing is super damning. It is. But she it, loves these cats and doesn't want them to get bred and doesn't want him to do this or move them. The Will thing, whether he's dead or disappeared, you can still see her doing that either way. Well, yeah, because even if she thought he left her, she still wants to be in charge of everything. It's a motive without proof, but that's something she would probably, even if he was shot in an alley and you could prove it. Well, that's why she's never been arrested. Right. That's why they can't. The The investigating officer actually says, I can't say to you that I don't have any evidence against anyone, but what I, or, you know, there's no clues or whatever. But what I can say is there's no hard evidence. Yeah, there needs to be connections there. Yeah, so it's not that he doesn't have leads or things, but there's no hard proof. There's no body. Her children, no, sorry, not her children. His children actually wanted the meat grinder to be DNA tested <laughs> because they believe that she grinded up his body into ground beef and fed it to the animals, Like is uh, what a lot of people think. Like a private zoo version of Fargo. Tell about the video. The video... Wait, which one? The music video. <laughs> I should say, it's come to my realization before we watch this, and this mm -hmm. came out after the series, that Joe Exotic, that's not him singing. He sings pretty good. That's like a, very disappointing. I know, isn't it? But he does the... He makes these music videos. He's always on the camera. And he made one, a song about carol and he actually found someone that looked like carol so much so much like carol he worked hard you probably offered that lady's like what did he fly her in who knows she but, had the hair she had the outfit she had the flower wreath in her hair but there's a whole song alluding did you feed your husband to the tigers and at one point in the music video she's actually feeding them body part looking things and meat. she picks up a meat with a tong and puts it in and the tiger like grabs the tongs from her and she's like because ah! <laughs> she doesn't do this shit she's no like a she's pain. just a lady like she it's her first acting job and she got it because she looks like a cat sanctuary he probably lady. just gave her like free admission to his park to do that part or something now joe exotic we see him throughout this episode i guess he got a hold of her diary. State's evidence, I bet you. Yeah. That's what I kept thinking because he was like, I finally got this in the mail because it's been 20 years. Mm -hmm. So that makes me think that like he was able to petition it because it, oh. it was a photocopy of her diary because you could tell it was a photocopy because the pages were, you know. The uh, Information Act thing. So, yeah. So, and Joe is building this up and obviously it's framed around Joe, but it's not about Joe. It's about Carol and Dawn. Yeah. And, but Joe, it's very clear that Joe has declared Carol the enemy. And he and he says at the end that he's going to do... 
he says that everyone seems to be afraid to go after her. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I guess that's fucking it for part three. Do you think Carol killed Don? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I don't know that it was premeditated. Mm -hmm. But I think because they made the point that Don being the way that he was and as business savvy as he was, she would have been left with nothing except maybe a house and one car. Yeah, they did point out that he was very good. He had all he had. He was a man with a plan. No one knew how much money he had because he would bury gold bars and shit. Like he was one of those kind of rich people that was like eccentric and burying money. He could still have lots of money buried right. I was wondering on, about somewhere that. on those forty acres. I was wondering about the that. treasure of Don at the Big Cat Sanctuary. I don't know, but I I could very well see him saying, "I'm leaving you. This is over." You have to get out of here. And her being like, fuck you, I'm not. Yeah, just pulls out a forty five and pops them. Because it because the thing about the restraining order he had written in there is that she had a gun and she'd hid his. Yeah. So they both had guns, but she'd hidden his gun. Mm-hmm. So maybe not premeditating of actually murdering him, but obviously it was on her mind. And if she was presented with him actually leaving or trying to leave her, I could see her doing it. Totally. Um, it's, it's interesting because we were giving her credit for not being a breeder, but at some point she was. She was, and she might argue that she wasn't the one doing it, but she was a party to it. She was an accomplice to the breeding. A lot of that evidence, though, is just based on her word, you know? Yeah. And so I could easily see Don not being that great of a dude, but there's no evidence that she wasn't along for the ride for a lot of this, you know? Yeah, for sure. And if he was doing something illegal and she wanted him to stop, you figure. It seems like he was a good dude, though. Even though he cheated, right? Like, that's not a good trait. He was a himbo, yeah. But his ex-wife literally said, like, they interview her and his grown daughters, who appear to actually be older than um, Carol. Carol. I think they are. But, like, that wife is sitting there and she said that when he told her he was going to leave her... For Carol, she literally was like, please don't go. I'm going to love you for the rest of my life. Like, he was someone that people fell in love with. He definitely was a charming dude. So she could have even been a little obsessed with him and the idea that he would leave her. I mean, we're never going to hear that part of the story. No. But it is fucking weird. Yes. Fucking weird. And so if she didn't kill him, then he, then he's fucking got shot in a jungle in fucking Costa Rica or dead somewhere in between that. So if you get dropped in the Atlantic or the, or the Gulf, man, and you're far from land, they'll never find you. And you know what, Don, if you are, I mean, you'd be like 80 now, but if you're down in Costa Rica sitting on some porch, sipping tea, listen to this podcast. I'm sure he would be. Get on you for getting out, man. Joe said, <laughs> Joe Exotic said that a tiger's stomach is so acidic oh, that, yeah. that it can decompose bone. I guess, you know, I mean, these wild cats are eating like whole things. Like well, that. he said a whole turkey. People bones are a little bit thicker and stronger and more dense than a turkey bones. That's true. So I don't know about it. It seems like it might need a little bit more research on that part. But that's his claim. Mm-hmm. All right, Suge. 
get on another one, huh? Okay. I'm taking Carol on because everyone else is scared too. She has a lot of anger to do. Her day's coming. 